0: Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself.
1: We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. That quote is from George Bernard Shaw. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. where a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, creator and producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Before we get into today's show, Be The Star UR's volunteers and I want to urge you to check out our website at bethestarur.org. Go to the events tab to find exciting events we have coming up. And also visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com to check out past editions of our show. We are thrilled to have received a certificate of recognition from the California legislature honoring Be The Star UR volunteers for 20 years of dedicated service to the community through literacy and positive media messages. And we are determined to continue our empowering efforts. I'm Kenneth Jun, and today's show starts with a chapter from Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world. Uh, Today's chapter is entitled The Gift of Play, and it was written by our awesome producer, Cynthia Bryan. And with that, we can just begin. On the morning of July 4th, 2017, America's Independence Day... The Squaw Valley Ski Resort in California was swarming with snow diehards of all ages, skiing and snowboarding down the slopes. Some registering more than 80 ski days for the year. By the afternoon, many of these athletes were water skiing or wave surfing on the cold yet beautiful Lake Tahoe. Some were on the, some were at the links playing nine or more holes. By early evening, it was time for mountain biking or hiking in the forest. Playtime on a perfect day in the perfect playground. Over the years, the role of play for me has evolved. And changed numerous times. When I was a child growing up on the ranch, rolling down the hill in a discarded wine barrel was a truly was truly a barrel of fun. Driving with my dad in our World War One, World War Two Willy Jeep was like a thrilling Disneyland ride. Catching pollywogs in the creek, plowing the vineyards on a caterpillar tractor, horseback riding through the orchards, and pretending to be explorers, stomping around the dales, were major entertainment. Summer camping with a family, cooking over bonfires, and rafting rivers were always eventful. As a teen, dancing, surfing, cheerleading, field sports, 4-H events, and music concerts were added to my definition of play. In my 20s, play escalated to jumping out of airplanes, scuba diving, and snow skiing in Europe, in addition to traveling around the world while experiencing exotic cultures and learning new languages. When I became a parent, playtime involved the kids teaching them to swim, skate, ski, surf, sew, snorkel, sing, cook, play ball, and be fearless. Because I've always really enjoyed my careers, work often felt like play. I strove to live the adage, when you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life. Acting in TV shows, movies, and commercials, albeit working long hours and often in hostile weather conditions, has always been a joy to me. Writing is a gift that just flows from my fingers while coaching and mentoring young people have rewarded me immensely. Watching, quote-unquote, my millennials mature into talented, successful, and caring citizens is one of the greatest gifts. Many have brought me their children to coach for acting, writing, speaking, or life challenges. While teaching crucial skills, we always have fun in class. My rules throughout the years have remained consistent. Smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. In other words, play, play, and play some more. Millennials may enjoy many of the activities that I encountered as a boomer, and they've added many more to the menu. Playing video games and being active on social media are vital to their daily lives. Many indicate that video games are not just play tools, but are intrinsic to helping them create winning strategies as part of a triumphant team. Social media keeps them in the loop of what's happening next door and around the globe. Play allows us to develop our imagination and discover our strengths. Children who are allowed to play while utilizing their own resources shape healthy bodies, minds, and spirits. Play teaches conflict resolution, instills a sense of self-esteem, helps with communication skills, encourages imagination, and builds confidence. The benefits of recess are significant. Playing is pleasurable, and who doesn't need more amusing days? Gardening, swimming, reading, mentoring, and adopting abandoned animals have become staples of my adult playful life. People are always asking me how I can nurture family relationships, maintain a large garden, take care of so many animals, run a nonprofit charity, and work full-time. Aren't you working too hard? And it must be exhausting, are the main comments. My answer is simple and always the same. I love what I do. It's all play to me because I'm entertained, educated, relieved of stress, and contributing at the same time. Work-life balance is the hot topic these days, as so many pe- so many working people burn out after years on a job they hate. One of the traits that I admire most in millennials is their insistence on experiences over stuff, family-first flexibility, and the need for a playful, lighthearted work environment. Unstructured playtime is not only for children. Adults benefit, too. Taking a break from the seriousness of life results in increased productivity, creativity, and even increased intimacy in relationships. Whenever I encounter writer's block, I take a walk in nature, play with my animals, read a book, or weed in my garden. Within a short time, the ideas begin to flow effortlessly. Surround yourself with playful individuals who tap into their inner clown. Give yourself permission to invite leisure and purposeless pleasure into your routines. Recreate joyful memories of a magical childhood or invent new expressions of recreation. No matter how old you are, incorporate play as an integral part of your daily life, both at home and at work, and you'll find yourself happier, healthier, and a beacon of positivity. The exercise at the end of the book is called recess. Being earnest and being playful are not antonyms. To be successful, we need both traits. Take a break. It's recess time. Here are a few ways you can play more and stress less. Number one, engage with children. Experiencing being alive through their eyes. Pretend games will put a smile on your face. Number two, throw a frisbee to your pooch, or if you don't have a dog, tag along with a friend on a walk. Animals are filled with love and joy that will rub off on you. Number three, draw, paint, or create stained glass windows. Doing anything artistic counts as play as long as you aren't judging your results. Number four, grab a blanket. Put together a basket of gourmet goodies and bring your main squeeze to a simple sunset ba- banquet at the beach, park, or even on your patio. Number five, read a book, magazine, or newspaper that you've been stacking in the corner. Number six, take a nature bath by walking in the woods, listening to the sound of tree listen to the sounds of the trees. Rustling, the birds chirping, and your own footsteps. Breathe in the relaxation. Number seven, triple your pl- pleasure potential. Smile, have fun, and be wild and crazy. <clears throat> All right, yeah, I think this is something that a lot of people, um, I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of taking this message more to heart recently, but it's something that I think should be kind of reminded of, uh, everybody should be reminded of um, this kind of, I guess, yeah, like that adage Uh more and more these days. Um, even as we grow older and we grow more ambitious, we grow more hardworking, we put our more of our energy into work and things like that. Having that, um, as Cynthia says, uh, purposeless pleasure, I think, yeah, um, I think is a really important thing since um, even though, yeah, it kind of seems purposeless, it really plays an important role in a lot of how we think and live our lives. You know, it gives us like that time off where we're actually able to be ourselves and just enjoy everything Um, and you know that isn't always easy to do even if you do enjoy your work and you like everything's going great Um, yeah and I think Cynthia touches on a lot of things that I really appreciate about um, I guess like modern day now she talks about how millennials uh, have a bigger focus on that kind of flexibility and that more free flowing lighthearted work environment And that's something I'm really glad about, you know, like as a teenager, like growing older, um, I'm about to like enter the workforce and stuff. Uh, You know, there's like less of a focus on having like such a strict, uh, almost like confined working mindset where, you know, every day you like dress yourself and you go to work and then you come home and that's like your entire life. You know, there's more of an importance now of having a work environment be enjoyable um because you know it does like help people maintain a good uh healthy or good mental health and it leads to like increased productivity as Cynthia says here um yeah just having those more uh free flowing less constricted environments in general i think is a really important part of yeah just being able to balance yourself uh you know between that more uh free imaginative side of you and that like concentrated ambitious side of you so yeah i think this is a great start to our show and i'm excited to get more into the gift of play Uh, audience you can purchase be the star you are millennials to boomers celebrating gifts of positive voices in a changing digital world the book this chapter was from and be inspired by other amazing writers at www.starstylestore.net all the money benefits be the star you are 501c3 charity and this program as a donation so make sure you get your copy today Check out youtube.com slash Be The Star You Are for our fun and informative Be The Star You Are videos on living, laughing, and learning. I'm Kenneth Chun. Be sure to stay right here as we continue our discussion on the gift of play.
2: you love me but i know it's empty linked up in a dorm room that bitch we super trendy even though it's hard to say goodbyes i say to many why you accusing all the time you could be so pain you feel guilty can see it in your eyes that kind of feeling can see through all your lies why are you leaving it's gonna be out of my i'm on a come I'm so don't act so surprised Girl, girl, how can you do this? You must think I'm foolish. You say I'm the type to top, but that I'll never do shit. You're so confusing now, a nigga going through it. I want more than some again, so what are we doing? Always saying things that don't make them think twice. Art is so cold, but your body on fire. Pull for all them looks, but you ain't talking nice. I but you want it overnight I know I'm a man So it's just a bit confusing You think playing with my damn emotions is amusing i know only thing that saved me Was the fucking music Really know how to play it Young and going through it Would you be surprised If I told you it was worth it Would you be surprised When I rich, out buy you purses Would you be surprised If you wanted all my verses I'd be so surprised If you were a different person Girl, talk to me nice You gave me the word And I'm hopping on a flight I knew from the start that something wasn't right Playing with my heart, I ain't like them other guys Focus on yourself so you brush your niggas off Rolling up a blunt and my shit be hella soft Oh, I see you posted, go ahead and pop off. Got me in my field, so I'm sippin' on a walk You, you say that you love me, but I know it's empty. Linked up in a dorm room, that bitch be super trendy. Even though it's hard to say goodbyes, I said to many. Why you accusing all the time? You could be so petty. Cause you feel guilty, can see it in your eyes. That kind of feeling can see through all your lies. Why are you leaving? It's gon' be out of my I'm on a coma, so don't act so surprised. Got me feeling down, so I'ma sit some drink. You keep switching up, girl, keep playing these games. Ever since you went away, shit ain't been same. Now you switch thus, word, way out of my lane. Can't keep this up, girl, you're driving me insane You don't fuck with me, but you fucking with the lames You gonna let me more when I hop up out the range Got me in the fields and I swear I can't escape I-, I want the forever, but you want it overnight Cause you feel, guilty, you feel killer, kill girl, you girl, your, your eyes f- f- Focus on yourself, so you brush your niggas off Cause you feel keep switching up, girl, keep playing these games Cause you feel, guilty, you feel guilty, kill, girl, your, your, your eyes, eyes. Got me, got me in the feels and I swear I can't escape Cause you feel guilty, you guilty in your, your eyes You say that you love me, but I know it's empty Lived been in a dorm room, that bitch be super trendy Even though it's hard to say goodbyes, I say to many Why you accusing all the time, you could be so pain Cause you feel guilty, can it in your eyes That kind of feeling, can see through all your lies Why are you leaving, it's gonna be out of my eyes I'm on the coma so don't act so surprised
1: Welcome back to Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're continuing in this segment with the gift of play. Today, I'm joined by 19-year-old hip-hop artist, Zaya. Born in 2000, Zaya always had a desire for making melodies that he and his friends could sing and dance to. It started as making beats and freestyling in high school and even writing raps for his girlfriend. The recording name, uh, Zaya, given to him at a young age by his family members. Uh, was Was given to him at a young age by his family members. Uh, Zaya is influenced by artists like Drake, Juice World, and local Bay Area rappers such as SOBRBE. Music wasn't always in his plans. After playing multiple years of high school football, Zaya went on to play at Washington, t- Washington State University. He chose to pursue music and found it to be his true calling. In the early stage of his career creating official music, he hopes to touch people with his own personal story. And with that, I'd like to welcome Zaya to the show. Hey, How you thanks guys for doing? coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me, I Appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's... Really interesting to be able to talk to like someone who's so young and like getting into the industry now. Um, yeah, so I guess that leads to the first question: uh, When and why did you start making music?
3: Um, it all really started like uh, back in high school. Um, you know, me and my friends we'd always just like mess around making beats or just like freestyling in my backyard. Uh, we just all hang out and we just like turn on a beat on YouTube and just start rapping to it or just singing to it, just dancing around like that and then um after you know after I got done playing football i didn 't really know what I wanted to do and then uh one of my friends actually hit me up and uh he I went over to his house and we just started making music, and his friend had a little home studio and then from there um you know things kind of just kept falling in my lap. I got you know uh an opportunity to go to a real studio and a couple months ago, about three and a half months ago, and ever since then, it's just been something I've been working on a lot, so I really love doing this, yeah.
1: Wow. Was there like one moment where you said, I'm going to do this as like a profession, this is going to be what I do, or was it just kind of a slow, gradual, I guess, Mm. ascent into this?
3: I feel like it was always in the back of my head of what I wanted to do, Um, but when I started doing it more and more and more, gradually over time, and then one day i just really you know committed myself and like felt it in my heart i was like this is what i want to do this is what i love doing
1: so yeah oh. um when did that moment come was there like a specific point or something like a specific song that you made um a connection uh, that you made
3: once once i figured out how to really put my emotions on a paper and use it as a way to you know like vent or just you know get a message out there or just tell my story or you know something like that that's kind of like the point where i kind of knew and like once my friends started like you know really liking it something we can you know like turn up in the car and just dance to like it's kind of all those moments combined i don't think it's one single moment i think it's maybe all those like moments combined that have kind of just led up to
1: this ah all right um yeah and you talked about like putting your emotions onto paper um what is like the specific goal that you have when you want to what is like the message that you like to get across usually um through your music? Um, um, you talked about you know like having fun in the car and stuff getting hyped yeah uh, is that all, or is there anything anything else that you like like to tell or you know convey
3: i like I just want to use you know my story, and uh, I, I figured out that it's just what people love is just your personal story, so I just want to do for people what people have done for me because I really love music and. When I love an artist, I really love an artist, and, you know, any type of music they drop, any song, it's just like, oh, man, you know, or I could go listen to a certain song when I'm feeling a certain way, or when, I, when I'm feeling down, or when I'm feeling excited, like, there's always a song that I could go to that, you know, in, like, enhances that feeling, so, like, I, I want to tell my story and, you know, put my emotions out there for people to hear, but I also want to give a uh, chance for people to experience that and all. i i want to you know influence people and you know help people and do this like, like i said do the same pe- thing that uh people did for me
2: wow.
1: yeah and speaking about like your influence and stuff um yeah in that little short bio at the intro um mm-hmm. there was drake juice world and sob mm-hmm. uh are there any other like notable uh artists that you really look up to and try to follow yeah
3: like um i look up to a lot of artists you know i feel like You could get something uh, specific out of each artist uh, that you look up to. You know, there's each artist has their own wisdom, their own, you know, their own, like I said, their own story, their own, their own wise words that you could listen to. So I would have to say I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jay-Z, just how wise he is and just how he's kind of different about the game and where he came Mm -hmm. from and, you know, what he's done to like turn his life around and turn himself into a a businessman. Um, I'm really influenced by Drake, like I said, because Drake's what really like got me into like music, honestly. Um I've been listening to him for a super long time and like just him like you know, he people know him as like the emotional rapper, so like that kind of like put it in my mind or you know, when I was going through things or this, this and that. I would listen to Drake a lot, so like he's a big influence. And um yeah, Juice World. Um Juice World, he's been my my favorite artist for a couple years now. Uh, you know, he just recently passed away. So uh, rest yeah, in peace yeah. to him. Super sad. But um, one of my my top influence, like I said, another one of the, you know, emotional uh, producer or artists who who made it cool to and made it OK for people to express how they really feel. And, you know, it got a, a lot of people through a lot of hard times, you know, with anxiety and uh, all this social media stuff going around in, in my generation you know, it gave people something to latch onto and something to listen to and something to, to relate to. And he, he helped a lot of kids, uh, did a lot for a lot of people. So yeah, th- those are my, my big influence.
1: Yeah. And um, yeah, speaking of like Juice World and I guess that whole genre that he almost like created mm-hmm. almost single-handedly, Yeah. Um, what kind of, I guess, like style or genre do you see yourself going after? Because like, uh, yeah, you kind of modeled yourself after Bay Area rappers, and I know like that kind of local representation is a big thing in hip hop. But now mm-hmm. with the internet, it's not super like centralized anymore, right? Like you can like follow Drake and Jay Z, who aren't like around from from around here. But there's still kind of this Bay Area style that you see in people like Sob and uh, uh, I forget his name, but yeah, there's there's like a specific style, right? So how do you kind of like track that
3: uh for my own style you know I feel like I want my style to change because I mean obviously over the course of time and you know the more music I release and the more you know I work on my craft and perfect it uh I'll create my you know my own style you know oh he sounds like Zaya you know what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. so labeling my own style is really I just want to make what I feel at the moment in time you know if I'm feeling you know, I want to inspire people or, you know, make an excited song or or I'm angry. You know what I'm saying? Just however I feel is basically going to be the style of the song. And, I, you know, I want my songs to sound different because different people have different emotions and different people can relate to different songs. So but most importantly, it's about it, the music's about me and what I'm feeling. So. Style-wise, you know, I could, I could do something like singing, you know, or sad or a little bit slower and then make something more excited. So it really just depends on, you know, how I'm feeling, the vibe I'm going for. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put myself in, uh, you know, like a, a, a category. Uh, I, I obviously like rap and hip-hop, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. I've also I've, I've drawn comparisons to people, but I wouldn't put myself in a, in a category or somebody else. You know, I just, I just want to be myself. I just want to be myself and make music uh, how I feel.
1: All right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, talking about how you kind of make a stand for yourself, Mm -hmm. um, how does like the songwriting come to you specifically? Like, do you have anything unique to do with coming up with lyrics? Um, Like, do you have like put them down on notes? Do you kind of write them in fragments or do they all just kind of come to you at once and you write an entire song in one sitting?
3: Um literally everything you just said it's all happened you know (laughs) i've done songs you know where it's taken me a week a couple weeks a couple days i've had songs where i've heard the beat and it just it's done like the song's done right then then i can finish it right then and there i've done things like you know when i i need some i need to sit and just resonate i'll just you know write down how i'm feeling you know throughout the day and just resonate on those feelings and you know keep looking back on those and find the perfect beat to um to you know embrace those feelings and get them out for everybody else to hear but or you know i've also freestyled some like couple songs done that so it it really depends on you know what my mood is and the vibe of the song but it it could either way it will come eventually just different ways each time
2: yeah
1: um do you usually produce the beats yourself or do you have like help do you choose them from like a producer that you work with
3: Oh no, I just get off all my beats off of YouTube. It's the oh, most, wow! It's, yeah, it's the easiest, uh you know, most of the time they're free. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I could there's a lot of selection, so I just I haven't found a producer really like that yet. So, I'm still looking, you know, to develop a sound like that with a producer, but for now I just go on YouTube and find all my
1: beats. Mm-hmm. Well, uh what do you look for? How do you like choose each one? Cuz I know like beats are really important like more yeah. than ever now with like hip hop, right? Um what like what draws you what attracts you when you like look for a beat
3: um you know if it's if it's not in, inspiring pretty much right away if it doesn't you know touch me because there's a lot of beats on youtube there's a lot of people making beats there's millions yeah. on youtube <laughs> so if it doesn't if it's not anything if it does nothing special you know like it doesn't make me like start singing and dancing and nodding my head along to it right away just go go on to go right on to the next one but when you hear that beat and you you got that feeling like oh I want to get this done like right now you know that's when I kind of know that uh, that that beats it and you could just tell like my head will just start nodding I'll just start singing in my head it will just sound perfect in in my head so that's that's pretty much how I choose them yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah and what like uh, speaking of like nodding your head and stuff when you write your songs uh, do you like focus on like elaborate lyricism or do you kind of go for like the more flowy side of things. Because I think now, like people always say, there's like, oh, like mumble rap and whatever. Yeah. But you know, a lot of these like rappers are really good at creating these really catchy flows mm-hmm. that like are super, yeah, you can like just nod your head to them, right? Um, what do you really focus on when you try to get like a song to be, to stick in like a listener's mind?
3: Uh, I focus on making sure it's just 100% me and just the lyrics, every, every I try to make it that, every lyric has a a meaning behind it like you know i'll go back and listen to my songs and every single line i could take that line and place it somewhere back in my life or something that i can relate to or something that's happened to me or something like that so that's pretty much what i try to do i just try to make it authentic and i try to make it relatable to myself and just you know i just i just want to make it me you know i like i like the fact
1: that i can put something out there that's just me so Uh oh Do you see yourself like writing about like detailed stories about things that have happened in your life, or is it Oh like, yeah, a hundred
3: percent. Uh both. I mean, there's, met- there's definitely some meta- metaphorical stuff in there. I feel like all rap has got to have some meta- metaphorical stuff in there. Um, but definitely some storytelling behind my music. Definitely, I like to I like to mix it in there.
1: Oh, yeah. And um, when you started writing your songs, what was like the initial reaction from your friends and family? I know you talked about how like your friends started liking your music, so you gained a lot of confidence. Was it always like that? or <laughs> <laughs> No, no, man. I've only been doing it
3: for like three and a half months, and my friends always tell me how crazy it's come, how far it's already come in three months, because there's stuff, you know, people haven't even heard when I just started doing it. You know, stuff we just make, you know, me and my friends would make stuff like back in high school, like in his closet. And, you know, this summer before I really started going to the studio, I was making stuff in my grandparents' garage. Um, so... The first time they heard it, I mean, they were like, "Oh, cool, you're doing music." Like it's cool. Like it doesn't it doesn't sound terrible, but now it's different. It's a little little bit different reaction. Um they like it a lot more. Well, I want I mean, I hope they like it a lot more cuz I feel like it's a lot better. But yeah, it's a definitely a different reaction out of people now, yeah.
1: Yeah. How do your parents feel about like you pursuing music and everything?
3: Oh, they love it.
1: They love it that
3: you know my my pops he always wants me to, you know, send him his new songs. My mom always listens to my songs, my sisters, uh, you know, they they love it. They always want me to send me my their uh, my new stuff. So, I'm really really glad that they support it and that uh-huh. they love
1: it. Yeah, that's really awesome to hear. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you sometimes hear about like family members just not like supporting more like artistic yeah. pursuits and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really cool that your family's so supportive. Super super supportive, man. I couldn't be more grateful. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any like other music experience? Have you played like an instrument or anything?
3: uh no man not really really I just played around making beats back in back in high school a couple years ago other than that I mean I
1: played a little bit of a guitar um other than that no not really uh so is your main focus on like writing um now as well do you just focus more on like the actual songwriting and kind of uh I guess get like the production side from like are you planning on getting like more of your production side from like I guess collaborators and things like that?
3: Yeah, um, I focus. You know, like I'll, yeah, I spend a lot of time obviously like improving my lyrics, improving my melodies. I try to really, really work on that. You know, sharpen the axe before you try to cut down the tree. Like you know, yeah. So I'm trying to you know work on my skills. But when I get into the studio and we produce a song, me and my engineer, me and my engineer, we click really well. He's he's super cool. Uh, we try to we collaborate. You know, when we when we go in there, you know, some people. They just go in there and just hand the song off to the engineer, and when he's done, it's done. But for me, it's a little bit different. Me and him, we, we'll sit in there and we'll create. You know, we'll we'll create a sound. We'll we'll try different things, try different lyrics, try different you know, sounds and things like that. So when I when I work with my engineers and my pr- producers, you know, I, I really I really want to work with them to create something that I like as well. Like I'm not just gonna hand off the song and be like, all right, you know, make it the best. You know, I, I'm in there. You know, he's teaching me all the buttons, teaching me, you know, all the effects and, you know, how to do this, how to do that. You know, I want to I want to be involved in the production of the song as well, because I want to come. I want it to come out exactly how I like it
1: and how I want people to perceive me and
3: perceive my message.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. I think a lot of like the biggest artists now have a really like kind of director point of view to how they make their like songs and albums and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Um, Did this all come from just posting things on SoundCloud? Uh, how did you meet, like, engineers and, like, uh, I guess, like, so, professional connections and stuff?
3: So I'm, I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. So, you know, at first in the summer, um, like I said, like, I was doing it just by myself, like, in my grandma's garage, just work, trying to figure out, like, trying to figure out even, like, how to just record my own voice and things like that. And then uh, as I kept working and working, you know, things, it got frustrating because, you know, I'm not I'm not a sound engineer. I don't know how to do any of that. I uh, just kept pushing and uh, met my friends. well, I met one of my, one of his friends through my friend, and he ended up, like I said earlier, he had a, like a little home studio, and I was just going there for a little bit for like I would say like maybe like a month and a half or two months, and then my pops you know he had a, he knew somebody who owned a studio, and um, he was like, "Listen, like I could get you a deal." All you got to do is uh, work on his air conditioning and maintain his (laughs) air conditioning, and uh, (laughs) he'll give you a nice little deal at the studio. It'll give you some some good time. So, ever since then, man, I've just been, you know, going there and, you know, I just, he scratches my back. I I scratch his, you know, I I help him with his air conditioner and he gives me pretty good prices, (laughs) let me go in there. So, yeah, it's, it kind of just, the studio and the engineer kind of just fell in my lap.
1: Yeah, sounds like a nice deal. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, um, I guess, where's your head at with, like, future projects and stuff? Do you have, like, a mixtape or an album that you want to make, or are you just kind of pushing out singles, kind of focusing on each song? Um, uh, yeah.
3: Right now, um, I- I'm going to put an EP out uh, at the beginning of the year, uh, probably the end of January. But right now, coming out with songs, you know, try to come out with songs every week and a half, two weeks, really focusing on my um our singles, really focusing, you know, just getting the best product out there, you know, uh, consistently, so that people, you know, know that I'm serious about this. But yeah, I'm, I'm working really hard on singles, you know, working every day, so.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, do you have, like, a name for your EP that's coming out? Actually, I do not
3: yet. No, I do not have an EP. You know, just like I said right now, just working on the singles right now, trying to push out singles and then um, probably start working on the EP uh, at the end of this month and then through the early and mid of January.
1: Cool. Uh, how many singles do you have not, right now? like how? Yeah. Uh, I got five on SoundCloud. Five. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, do you have like a theme or thing, anything that you like like to stretch across your singles? Do you have like a theme that you want to go for, for like a bigger project, like an album or an EP? Um, yeah. Are there any like artistic direct directions that you specifically want to go into?
3: No, uh, not really, man. Like I said, like I just, I just like being myself, you know, whatever I'm feeling at the time, you know, whatever I'm going through whatever's happening in my life is just kind of what I want to put down and put out so whatever for my singles whatever I'm feeling you know whatever comes out you know whatever I'm focusing on you know whatever just whatever's just going on in my head is just really what I like to put out and for the EP um like I said I I haven't started working on it yet but when I start working on it it, it'll only it's only going to contain um four songs just just an EP just to show people that you know I'm serious about this and you know I really want to I really want to do this and give people something that, you know, a little collection that they could look through. Um, but the EP probably won't have a theme specifically. It's just going to be a, a collection of, like, four songs, you know? So, yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, sounds cool. Like, keeping it simple and, like, yeah. clean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh How often do you, I guess, like, reject a song? Do you ever, like, make songs and then you just think, after finishing them, like, these aren't any good. I'm not going to release uh, I- these
3: so many man i've been through so I, i've been through so many songs and you know it gets it gets frustrating but uh you know you just got to keep pushing through it and, and you know you'll you'll get that one but there's been songs where i'm just like nah, i can't do it can't do it can't release it and then you know my friends are like nah, you gotta release it you gotta release it. it's so good and i ended up uh, releasing them and they ended up doing good but uh there's other songs that you know i think there's there's more songs you know you gotta you gotta fail to succeed you know i've learned so you know, trying to just make songs as many songs as I can. You know, double the rate of failure. You know, it will, um, it will, it will put your chances up for success. So there's definitely been uh, more songs than I that I haven't liked that I liked, but you know, trying to change that. That's why I put in the work. So,
1: yeah. When do you know? Like this is the one. Like this is a song that's like gonna get put out. Like this is the best one.
3: Um, when it's a really like clear story. Um, it's like God. It just. I, I, I'll feel it, you know. I'll show it to my my friends. Uh, my friends will be like, "Oh yeah, man, this is fire!" You know, you need to put this out or whatever. But I'll, I'll know, and they'll usually they'll usually know. I'll usually know. It's kind of just like it's kind of just like a feeling, you know, like a vibe. Like okay, this is this is pretty good, and like this needs to go out, you know. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, did you say you graduated from college, or are you still no, in college right now?
3: No. Yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm going to college right now. Um. Yeah, go to um go to college out in San Francisco. Oh. Uh what do you study? Do
1: you have like um uh, Yeah, um business.
3: business. Oh wow. How business. do you
1: balance like oh did you wanna keep going? Did you No, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Um I was gonna ask how do how do you like balance like college life and like making music and stuff?
3: Um it's not that hard. Um this is probably gonna be my last my last semester of college. I'm gonna be taking a break from it just so I could be working. Uh, going, like, full-time on my music, you know, I'm hoping to get my AA, but, you know, I don't think that the college route's really for me. I just, you know, I want to be 100% focused on the music, but right now it's not that hard, you know. I'll still go to school, and, you know, while I got free time at school or on a break or anything, you know, I'm I'm just writing music, you know, come home uh, from school and just work on my music, so it's not that hard, you know, it's just you got to, like, stay focused and stay disciplined through it, so, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. All right. Yeah, and speaking of like growing your music career, do you have any like special uh what's the word? benchmarks, I guess? Like specific goals that you want to reach in the next few years?
3: Oh yeah, man. I got I got tons of goals. I got all my goals listed out. Um, you know, I want to you know, for next year, I want to be able to put out my by next by the end of next year, I want to put out like my first uh, you know, mixtape, official mixtape, you know. I want to mm-hmm. have, you know, there's a certain amount of, you know, I try I try not to focus so much on, you know, the plays, how many plays I get or how many followers I have or or you know all the social media things, but you know, I obviously want people to hear my want more people to get a chance to, you know, hear my music. I want them to experience, you know, my story and everything. But main goals really are just to get that mixtape out get my ep out you know just make really good content you know make really good songs for people you know work on work on my flow and my rhythm my vocabulary all that so those those are my goals i try to keep it i try to keep my goals within myself and not not based on what other people are thinking you know because most people would set their goals on oh i want to have a thousand followers by that oh well yeah you, you know what i mean you can focus on getting a thousand followers but Why not just focus on yourself, make yourself great. And those followers will come and they'll love you even more if, you know, if you're really good and, you know, you really mastered your craft, you know, so I try to focus not so much on the numbers, but really just serving people and making great content for people, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, my peers and my friends and everything like that, you know, so.
1: Yeah. Letting the music uh, speak for itself. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh are there any like collaborators that you really want to work with in the future? Like they don't have to be in the next few years, but like ever in your career?
3: Oh yeah, man. That's a that's a that's a hard one. Uh I'd definitely want to make a song with Drake. That'd be crazy. Uh you know, he's been my favorite one of my favorite artists since like 2009, 2010, from when he started first started dropping like his first couple albums and things like that. Um I'd want to make, you know, I don't want to make a song with, you know, it's this uh, a kid from uh, around here definitely. Um I don't know him yet, but you know, he's got he's got a good following, and I, I like his music a lot. Um you know, I, I love to make a, a a song with Lil Mosey. Uh, he's one of my favorite artists too. I really like him. Uh obviously I would I would have loved to make a song with Juice World So that's 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 still up there even though it can't happen, but you know, that was one of my dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another like big one from our generation generation, uh Lil Uzi uh, uh, one with YBN Corday would be great. You know, I love YBN Corday. I love his flow and his lyricism. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, is Lil Uzi still making music? Didn't he, like say he retired. Or sorry, I,
3: <laughs> no, man. I, I don't. I don't even know, man. All I know is that I listen to the stuff that's already out, and I, it's fire. So, yeah. Hope
1: maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one okay, day. Okay. Sorry. Like a random question that is just kind of popped into my head. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and. I want to ask, uh, where does your name come from? Does Zaya, like you, um, in the intro bio it said it came from your friends and family at a young age. Um, yeah, what was like the context of that? Was it just a nickname they gave you?
3: Yeah, just my mom, my grandparents, and you know my my pops and everybody just called me either Zay or Zaya. They've just been calling me that since I was little, since I can remember. So I just figured, you know, might as well just keep it that way.
1: All right, um, yeah again yeah i guess that sounds good keeping it like simple Mm -hmm. um yeah uh where do you see yourself like a year or five years from now like is there a specific um place you want to be like a threshold um in terms of your career
3: uh yeah man you know a year (coughs) excuse me uh a year from now man you know you know i know i'm still gonna be making music uh I just want my music to be great. That's that's all I focus on. I want my music to just be absolutely great. So, you know, a year from now, I just want my music to be, you know, a hundred times greater than it was from today. Five years from now, I want my you know my music to be five hundred times greater than it was today. And you know, obviously, like I said before, like I want to be able to touch a lot of people, but in terms of you know, getting followers or or um plays and things like that you know I, I obviously i want that you know that would be great you know but i just want my music my lyricism um my melodies, my flow, my vocabulary, all to expand and just for my music to just be great. You know, for people just to be in love with my music and be able to, you know, dance around to it. Like, that's what brings me happiness is, like, people being able to, like, rem- uh, you know, like, memorize the lyrics, you know, dance around to it. Like, having a song be like, oh, man, I can relate to that, you know, or this is my favorite song or, you know, oh, that song, like, really, like, meant something or, like, changed my mind on something, something like that. So... You know, the better I can relay what's in my head onto pen and paper and then for other people to hear, the better it will be. So, you know, that those that's where I see myself just being being even better and better and better at making songs.
1: Cool. Do you keep uh, do you plan to keep like releasing on the internet and like SoundCloud and stuff? I think oh, yeah. wasn't it like chance the rapper that got huge off of just mixtapes and then yeah. like when he released yeah. his first album was already like he was already a huge star, mm-hmm. right? Mm -hmm, yeah yeah do you want to go that route or do you want to sign to like a label or anything
3: um you know uh for now i'm just going to keep releasing music on uh soundcloud and you know eventually you know by by next year most definitely i'll be on you know spotify uh apple music things like uh platforms like that but i mean yeah it it would be great for you know a label to you know reach out and be able to want to sign me and things like that you know uh like chance the rapper he took an independent route like he's he's he does the whole independent thing um honestly i'm not even far enough to even be thinking about that in my career right now whether i do that you know that's that's a that's a long time down the road it's a long time's coming but um you know either way like either way if i were to go the independent route you know like a lot of rappers do or sign to a label you know either either way would be great you know i just like i just want to be great so
1: all right yeah and um i guess like where's your head at right now are you like looking forward to anything are you uh yeah, like, I don't know, how's your mindset right now, I guess?
3: My, what's going my head is, you know, every day is a, an amazing opportunity to go, you know, make yourself a better person, uh, to go work towards your goals, um, you know, work on my craft. That's pretty much what my head's at, every day just working on my craft, every day working on my music, every day, you know, waking up with a positive mindset, you know, trying to, try to make everybody else's day better as well as mine, you know. Like the big one for me is just like you know every day is all, like I said like an opportunity to go and do something and just go being great you know like there's just no no wasted days there's you know I I want to be working on my my craft and what I love doing every single day so mindset um, is also like you know don't focus on what everybody else is saying don't focus on the um, the views don't focus on the likes you know who who likes it who doesn't you know just focus on making yourself better your music better you know be a you know good a family member you know be a good friend do all that so my mind is just you know keep grinding you know and keep doing me and keep making my music great
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and you are really like early into your career but is there any like advice you think you could give to like anybody trying to look into trying to look into like getting into the music industry
3: yeah definitely um you know follow your heart number one don't be something you're not you know don't try to be something you're not just because you see other people on a wave or if you want to be like that person you know use that person as inspiration but don't try to be that other person um be yourself because that's what people really really love and that's that's what you know you got to love yourself too you know you got to you got to be able to love yourself and be confident that with yourself and express yourself because that's what music is you know just expressing yourself not expressing other rapper shadows um keep grinding, keep putting in work because, you know, things don't happen overnight. You know, they, so for some people they have, you know, but most of the time things don't happen overnight. So you really need to stay focused and keep grinding. Uh, don't worry about the numbers, worry about making great music. Um, yeah, those, those, those couple of things, man, those will, if you just think about those things every day and just picture yourself where you want to be and just be happy and think of every day as an opportunity to be great and work on your craft and you know be yourself. I think you'll do fine. So,
1: all right, cool. Yeah, and as you and the audience can probably kind of tell now, uh, that brings us to the end of the segment. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on, sharing your experiences Dude, with us today.
3: Thank, thank you all for having me. So much, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, right. um, audience, if you want to check out Zaya, uh, he has his Instagram nine uh, nine Zaya. The first nine is a number, and then N I N E. Z-A-Y-A, and he's on SoundCloud as Zaya, Z-A-Y-A again. Um, is there anything else you want to shout out? Yeah, man, uh, go check out my
3: music. Um, go follow me on ins- Instagram, like you said. You know, uh, go check out my song Kiki and Guilty. Those are my two most popular songs, and uh, give it a listen, man. And uh, if you're out there working on music, just uh, keep grinding and be yourself. So. All
1: right, cool. Uh, audience, support more segments like this one by donating to the Be The Star You Are 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at www.bethestarur.org. Uh, visit www.bethestarur.org to find out more about spreading positivity with the Be The Star You Are. Uh, I'm Kenneth Jun, and we'll be back after the break with more on The Gift of Play.
2: To the top, and I ain't never lookin back. looking back Rollin' up, just to cop another pack Double cup, now I'm chasing 50 racks Say what's X. up, then I had the triple dap Hit from the back, cause you know I'm a real G I'm making hits so these niggas gonna feel me I ride my shit so y'all see the real see me real I caught a dub in that bitch ain't with Kiki I put in words so I can get it poppin' And you niggas ain't really need to stop it I want the band so I can buy a new whip Raleigh Phantom, where this started real shit? Roll the wood and fill it with some booze pack I cut the fakes on when I see him, I'm like, who that? Remember when I said it, couldn't, now I do that I wanna hop up in the bins and pull the roof back Hop up in my forehead, I-, I take hella handy sips I'ma roll a blunt there, I'ma take another hit Danny and whipping it, these parts be really killing shit So I'ma pull my lean there I'ma take another sip I've been really on my grind. for these fakes, I got no time I don't ever trip, oh son, that was never mine I just put myself away, now I want these dollar signs Really want you to be mine, but I just can't be wasting time To the top, and I ain't never looking back Rollin' up, just a cover up the back. Double cup. Now I'm chasing 50 racks. 50 racks. Say what's up. Then I had the triple death. Hit from the back, cause you know I'm a real G. I'm making hits, so these niggas gonna feel me. I ride my shit, so y'all see the real me. I cut a dub in that bitch named with Kiki. The <laughs> way you moving, it got me stupid. I'm only speaking facts, I'm speaking true shit. I got another chance, I'm not gonna lose it. Watch you come coming here, girl, I'ma prove it. I'm loving that you notice me, i will send to you like Jodice. I see you on my phone, I hate it when you spy on me. I'll be there from 9 to 3, I need smoke so I can see. I can't pick designers, so I need you to decide for me. Gucci brought a fair grammar, now she really eyeing me. But I think she want me for my fault, that's why she spy on me. I think she gon' lie to me, she's fine, undeniably. She says, hey, where you been at? I've been waiting quietly. Too busy trying to chase some motherfuckin' bus down. They gon' hate me cause they see that I'm up now. Hit me up like I give a fuck now Come on, Kiki, you know I love when you come around you Pop up in my I think she gon' lie to me She's higher tonight. I am pretty jacks Hey, I put in work so I can get it by babe. I'm a real G I'm making hits so these niggas gonna feel around me I caught a dubbing, that bitch with Kiki To the top, and I ain't never looking back. Rolling up, just to cop another pack. Double cup, now I'm chasing 50 racks. Say what's up, then I had the triple dab. Hit from the back, cause you know I'm a real G. I'm making hits so these niggas gonna feel me. I ride my shit so y'all see the real me. I caught a dub in that bitch named Kiki
0: Listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit Express Yourself Teen Now, back to our Star Teens.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. So here we are in the last segment. Audience, I hope you enjoyed uh, the two songs from Zaya, Guilty and Kiki, uh, during the breaks. Um, Yeah, and we're going to just finish off the show with more on the gift of play. So I just wanted to talk about something that um, I found really interesting, uh, I guess, nowadays. Um, And that's a new form of entertainment that's really blown up uh, in recent years, in the 2010s. And that's live streaming. Um, so, I think at this point, like everybody knows uh, basically what live streaming is uh, in the most basic case at least um, people I guess kind of just broadcasting themselves, uh, either playing a game, cooking, discussing whatever, drawing uh, any kind of activity like that, just broadcasting that live so that viewers can kind of watch them uh, yeah do those things and interact with them over the internet. Um, And yeah, I've just found this to be really interesting because I feel like this is a thing that's really blown up uh, in recent years, more than almost like any other form of entertainment. Um, And it's something that is kind of familiar, I guess, with like uh, reality TV and live TV, things like that from past decades. But this level of interaction and intimacy uh, with entertainers and viewers, I don't think is something that's really been seen before. And it's like, it's such a huge thing now, with like tons of tons of different streamers doing this professionally, um, streaming for long periods of time every day, and there's like so many options to actually go to. So um, live streaming uh, mostly gained popularity with gaming. I think a lot of people kind of have that impression already. Um, I know like gaming channels and things like that have like made a lot of news with how big they're growing, um, yeah, and just how popular they are with so many viewers, um, but of course, like, it quickly grew into a lot of other things. There are a variety of other lifestyle channels and shows. Um, Like I mentioned, people will, like, cook, um, uh, have political discussions and, like, debates, um, just draw different pieces of art, all uh, broadcasting that on live streams and just, you know, talking uh, talking to their viewers and having their viewers, like, talk back to them with messages and stuff. Uh so yeah um some of the biggest i guess uh what would you call them uh, production companies uh studios uh, broadcasting companies i guess with live streaming um here in america is twitch uh the yeah i think it's like officially called twitch.tv or yeah uh twitch is a big one it's mostly based around uh video games and people just playing games on them to like show to other people i think it's like mostly optimized for that kind of uh, show but of course there are a lot of other people that do a lot of like other things on twitch um i know china and korea and a lot of like asian countries are also very big on live streaming and there is doya huya which are really big in korea, or china rather uh the big streaming yes streaming services streaming production companies that are big over in china and africa.tv which is the big one in korea south korea um, so yeah, I think like, a big reason of why live streaming I touched a little upon it a little bit upon it earlier, but I think why live streaming has blown up so much is because it's kind of enhanced that level of interaction that originally came uh, to viewers with things like live TV and things like game shows. Um, like the reason why um, live TV was so big uh, when it first came out was because it was so accessible um like viewers could just kind of go into it there was no i guess middle uh not really any kind of like a middleman no kind of like filter it was just like directly to your screen and it was something that you could react to in the moment um and streaming services uh like Twitch and Africa and Huya and things like that are all optimized to kind of like just make that kind of make that accessibility as accessible as possible, if that makes sense. You know, like messaging and chatting in, like, different rooms are a thing. Uh, Kind of organizing the different channels and entertainers that you watch um, is really, like, clearly laid out on the side. So you can go through a lot of, like, different channels and things, um, talk to a lot of different people. Like, donation buttons are very accessible and clearly defined. Um, Yeah, just having all of those different features um, so optimize for accessibility, I think is a huge reason for why that kind of interaction has really blown up. Um, yeah, and like, I guess the viewers kind of crave that interaction a bit more, especially now that the technology can allow it. Um, as people kind of grow more attached to doing things online, kind of being able to share their own behaviors, their own activities, uh, hobbies, things like that. Um, the fact that they're able to interact with other people, also sharing in those same activities like video games, like art, like cooking, all of those is also a really big reason for why people like to watch these so much. Um, why that kind of like live aspect is so appealing to a lot of different people. And of course, you know, there is like that human interaction that uh, especially now live streaming services really allow people to create You know, like creating a channel and actually broadcasting is not super hard to do. It's a little complicated, Um, being able to set up all those features and I guess a little demanding on like your computer performance and everything. But, you know, it's not really that big a hassle anymore. You don't need an entire production crew and like a company to help you. You can kind of just do it alone in your room with your computer. And so that can create like a really close level of intimacy with like the entertainer and a lot of the viewers that isn't really available when there's like a lot of professional things uh, being done up in the background and everything. Um, So yeah, and like speaking of that interaction, uh, it's not just interaction with entertainers too. Like you can interact with the other viewers. I know on Twitch there was a big, uh, I guess, kind of social experiment. I think people refer to it as social experiment. Uh, Kind of this like weird little project where uh, the viewer base of a Twitch stream of a Pokemon game basically just played it um by inputting like just a mass of commands and I think there are different systems to figure out which inputted command actually like goes into the game. But yeah, basically like there's a project called Twitch Plays Pokemon where like a bunch of different viewers will kind of vote for a different command uh and then play the game with like hundreds of other peoples all at the same time. Um and yeah like There was also uh, HQ Trivia and Facebook Confetti, which I think came after, which is almost like a direct uh, successor to uh, the game shows of, like, the 80s and 90s, where it's not just contestants that get almost, like, nominated or apply for, like, a spot to be able to compete. Uh, With HQ, there's just, like, a game show host and a bunch of questions, and people have, like, an app on their phone, and they can just go watch the show basically and participate answering trivia questions and things like that um yeah i think hq trivia was like the original that started it and some other things kind of came about um and yeah like going back to gaming like watching people like play video games that's become like a huge thing now i think a lot of people know about uh ninja the streamer the video game streamer that you know i think he makes like millions of dollars a month just because he's so huge and has so many viewers like constantly watching him and you know like as this has grown there are big names like big celebrity names like uh drake and travis scott big artists um that are kind of like even more mainstream that are uh will appear on these streams and kind of add a bit of i guess public mainstream credibility to this kind of format Um, But I guess I should also mention, uh, I guess, the harms that come with live streaming uh, nowadays. As technology has uh, created a lot more, uh, the ability to interact has become a lot stronger. Uh, That kind of intimacy and those connections are a lot more more accessible and easier to create. Um, That's also hurt a lot of people in the process, uh, specifically those entertainers that have to kind of keep up with that demand for entertainment. Um. There's a National Geographic article from July of this year, uh, talking about how uh, how live streaming in places like China and South Korea, which uh, is arguably even bigger than here in America, where those streamers are just working for like 10 plus hours a day every single day of every week, and you know it like it hurts them. It causes physical and mental harm, especially when you have peak hours. Uh. Being like late into the night to appeal to a more international audience, um, creating to like irregular s- sleep, ske- s- sleep, sleep schedules and fatigue. Um, you know they can't really get like a normal uh, schedule for where they're living. Um, just the sheer amount of hours they have to stream, kind of isolating them from friends and family since they're so committed to working. Um, yeah, it's just a big commitment, and I think that's uh, you know not always really a healthy environment to work in. There's also, of course, that interaction uh, with like a public audience. And, you know, with almost any public audience comes like a little bit, at least a little bit of toxicity and negativity. And so that can really kind of, I guess, hurt the mental health of a lot of streamers, um, which we've seen in the past with like streamers often going on break or kind of like cutting themselves off from that kind of social aspect for a little bit just to take some time off. So, yeah, I think as that kind of technology has uh, been has been able to, like, create that stronger sense of interaction, there also needs to be some kind of, like, regulation in how those interactions are actually uh, formatted and broadcast, just so that there is still, like, a level of, um, you know, regulation and people being able to take time, st- time to themselves and, you know, have that sense of privacy and health. Yeah, and so that basically concludes my uh, I, don't know, I guess just my thoughts. Um, audience, I think this, this has been an awesome show on the gift of play. Uh, if you want to support Be the Star You Are, go find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs on our main site at dot You have been listening to express yourself on an on air global community where teens talk and the world listens. I'm Kenneth John. As always, we give our thanks to Star Cell Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are. And our Voice America empowerment crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests, reporters, and reporters from across the world, and thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top rated program. Be playful, be committed, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express
0: yourself.